Caleb Grill is a Missouri Tiger, and to me, he looks like a pretty good Des Moines Hodge replacement. Plus, Matthew Cleveland taking a visit to Dennis Gates' squad as well. A lot of exciting news on basketball coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. Thanks for listening to this show, as always, making it your first listen, and thanks for telling a friend to go to LockedOnMizzou.com where they can find their links to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get all your audio podcasts as well. But some big news yesterday. Missouri gets another guy out of the transfer portal, this time Caleb Grill from Iowa State. Now, Grill, of course, didn't play against Missouri in Columbia this past season as the Cyclones came to town, but he did get an up-close-and-personal look at Columbia and apparently was interested by what he saw. And obviously a a nice job by Dennis Gates and company and, well, possibly the NIL collective as well to hold off Bob Huggins and that West Virginia money as well. And as I said in the cold opening there, I really think he's a nice Des Moines Hodge type replacement, a guy who's going to get most of his shots up from the three-point line, no doubt about it. And he did a nice job of that last season, hitting 37% of his threes and playing through a lot of the season with a bad back, by the way, too, that hopefully, hopefully by next season, obviously the hope is that he'll be over that. But another hope is, I suppose that everything off the court with Caleb Grill is okay as well, because well, Grill was dismissed from the Iowa state program on March 1st, as the Cyclones were having a really good season and well, Grill's absence Somewhat derailed the team, I felt. Not that he was necessarily the best player on the team, but certainly a very important part of the chemistry. And it was said that Grill was kicked off the team for a failure to meet expectations. And for Grill's side of the equation, I'm just going to read you his quote, what he said after the incident. He said, One day when I am brave enough, I hope to be able to share my story about my mental health and my mental illness I have been battling through all season. Unfortunately, I said something that I regret, which has cost me my opportunity to finish out my dream at Iowa State. I hope that all the players and Iowa State fans can find it in their hearts to forgive me. So apparently he said something stupid. I'm not even going to speculate on what that might be, but Evidently, Dennis Gates and his staff are are comfortable with the situation. You got to believe that they asked him some relatively hard questions there, right? I, I mean, if you're gonna if it's bad enough to get kicked off the team and nobody, including the Iowa State coach, nobody from the programs leaked anything about it, so leads you to maybe wonder how big it is. Certainly, the less information you have, as we know with the Isaiah Mosley this situation this past season, well, a lot of wild speculation starts, rightly or wrongly. That's what ends up happening 
with human nature. So obviously, hopefully everything's all good with Caleb Grill. I can just tell from what I've seen from him on the court, he was obviously a big piece for the Cyclones. And I think he should be a really nice piece just statistically for Missouri. I think he slides in to what Dennis Gates likes to do quite nicely. And actually, considering the way Gates likes to open the court, I think Grill will maybe find himself taking a few more uh, two-point shots this coming season as well. By the way, and I'll be honest with you, don't exactly spend my time assessing Big 12 perimeter defensive players. Forgive me, but word on the street is, at least from Iowa State fans' perspective, a lot of those people who Listen, the Clones fans know basketball well, and the ones that I read seem to think he's a pretty doggone good defensive player, too. So again, a nice fit, a nice fit for Missouri and Dennis Gates. And you know what? If you're a Florida State fan, obviously Leonard Hamilton has been an incredible coach for your program, but you do have to start wondering if the absence of Dennis Gates and Charlton Young, is that starting to add up? a little bit for a guy who's now into his 70s at this point because, well, Florida State had a bad year in 2022, but they had an absolute disaster this past season in 2023. I mean, truly, Florida State was absolutely brutal. I mean, they were the fifth best team in their own state. If you think that's an exaggeration, go check out Ken Palm, where not only Were the Gators better than them? Of course, Florida Atlantic was better than them. But South Florida and Florida Gulf Coast had better seasons statistically than the 9-23 and Seminoles did as well. So if you have some questions down there, I certainly don't blame you. And perhaps Matthew Cleveland had some questions. He was probably Florida State's best player last season, according to a lot of different metrics. And here's the thing. I think a lot of people assume that, well, that relationship between Gates and Young and Leonard Hamilton, those guys, as as competitive as Dennis Gates is, we'll just start there, maybe wouldn't try to be so cutthroat as to take away one of Leonard Hamilton's most important guys while he's down on the mat, figuratively speaking. Well, uh, apparently Matthew Cleveland is coming to Columbia for a visit. I don't know that he's going to sign with Missouri, commit to Missouri, but a visit, that tells you that obviously Dennis Gates is after him, and well, apparently he got the okay, I would assume, from Leonard Hamilton. Now, Cleveland is a real interesting player, 6'7", 200 pounds, a little more size there on the wing. I think I said that Missouri would be done at guard. Well, you know, I think I I meant wing, too, to be fair. So this surprises me a little bit that Missouri is going to be going after Matthew Cleveland as well after having Caleb Grill in the fold. Listen, in terms of numbers, Dennis Gates has explicitly said, hey, we're going to go above the roster limit, quite possibly, or the scholarship limit, I should say, because if you can go up to, say, 16 players on the roster, including walk-ons, well hey, there's a little bit of NIL money to swish around there where we can make all of this work. That's the important thing to realize here. But Cleveland, with that size, the three-point shooting ability, solid three-point shooter at 35%, 
definitely fits what Dennis Gates is trying to do, which is be a little bit long, a little bit tall at every position, but also be skilled as well. So he'd be he'd be quite the coup, I think, for Missouri to get him. And I think, well, that's their main plan right now, I think, is to get Matthew Cleveland, also to get Caden Shedrick, the guy I've talked about a lot transfer portal candidate from Virginia, from the University of Virginia. And I saw somebody online questioning Shedrick's numbers a little bit, saying that, you know, his totals just aren't that impressive. Why are you why are you so high on this guy, John? Well, I, I do want to explain that. But first, I want to let you in on a little secret. Something exciting is coming to Built.com tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow, April 22nd. I don't have all the details yet, but the excitement is very real, and it's something you don't want to miss. If you know how Built works, they have the most incredible protein bars in the world, and they do these amazing flavor drops with unreal flavors in limited quantity. So mark your calendars and head to Built.com tomorrow, April 22nd, to be one of the first to discover what the hype is all about. Can't wait to see what this new flavor is, and make sure you use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen every day. And by the way, you everydayers, on Monday I'm going to be talking to Alex from Locked On Canes. It's on the calendar, so mark it on your calendars as well. I am not a liar. We're going to talk some Jake Garcia with somebody who has some real real deep knowledge of big-time Canes fans. That'll be fun. Again, Monday, me and Alex from Locked On Canes. Look forward to that. But again, on Caden Shedrick, the the former University of Virginia player, first of all, if you're just looking at his total stats, even before delving even more deeply into the stats, well, first of all, if Duke is really after the kid, hey, Duke had a real up-close-and-personal view at Caden Shedrick these last three seasons. So I'm pretty sure if the Blue Devils want him, He's a valuable player. Call me crazy, but if you know, even if you don't think that's a good enough analysis, and hey, I don't blame you. Let's go a little bit deeper than that. His totals, he being Caden Shedrick, his totals aren't impressive because, well, Shedrick didn't play a ton of minutes last season. He played in 30 games, started 15 of them, and played in just about 40% of the minutes available. But But when you actually look at the efficiency numbers. Hey, how about 67% field goals? That do anything for you? That's pretty darn impressive. And nearly 80% from the free throw line as well for a guy who's six foot 11. That's pretty rare. And not only that, he would have had the best block percentage on Mizzou last season by far and a similar rebounding percentages, both on offensive rebounding and defensive rebounding. 
similar percentages to Kobe Brown. So to me, just on paper, that's a guy you want. And again, if the Blue Devils are after him, a team that's been in the ACC with him for the last two or three seasons, that's good enough for me. By the way, another interesting thing, I it was put some uh, somebody took a, a sleuthy Mizzou fan, perhaps took a a a picture. Boy, why could I? I'm struggling to find the word picture. A photograph, if you will, was taken of Caden Shedrick at the new Columbia Regional Terminal at the airport. And as a lot of people have pointed out, including myself, I've flown out of there recently for my 40th birthday. And wow, what a huge improvement that thing is. And hey, back in the day, I was just happy to have a direct flight from Columbia to Chicago, just have an airport whatsoever. That was good enough for me. But first impressions really, really matter, obviously. And this new terminal, hey, we, we I don't want to get into some gigantic public funding debate here. That's not really the time nor the place for that. But in terms of just basketball recruiting, football recruiting, yeah, that terminal at Columbia, it has to help. It really, it really can't hurt at all. And once again, I'm sorry if you're an everydayer and this is getting a little repetitive, but I do think it's worth saying again because I see so many people online are confused about this. Even people who subscribe to premium Mizzou message boards still seem confused about this. Once again, Long story short, Dennis Gates has openly said that scholarships don't matter. So if you're wondering how, if Mizzou's going to add Caleb Grill, if Missouri's going to potentially add two more players in Shedrick and Matthew Cleveland in an ideal world, well, what does that mean for the rest of the roster? Well, well simply put, it's all going to work out. And more specifically, obviously Missouri is going to have a spot for Kobe Brown. One way or the other, they're going to give him as much time as he possibly needs to make his NBA draft decision. That much is obvious. I think that's one reason why Dennis Gates, again, came out and, and just made this clear for all of us. What he didn't say essentially is, hey, Kobe, you've got a spot. If you want to come back, come back. But if he can go to the NBA, I'm sure he'll be encouraged to do so. Now, Isaiah Mosley is kind of similar, right? I think if... As long as there's room, Isaiah Mosley will be welcomed back as well. I think there almost certainly will be room for him unless Missouri, again, adds against, adds Shedrick and Cleveland and maybe some other really important or interesting prospect that we're not expecting. That seems a little bit far-fetched, but again, in the world of the transfer portal that's ever-evolving, who can say with any level of absolute certainty? But I will say, if I'm Mabor Majak, if I'm Caleb Brown, well, then I am a little bit nervous maybe about my spot on the roster. But if you're a Missouri fan, to be fair to those young men, neither one of those guys is exactly critical to your calculation for the 23-24 basketball season. And on the football field, all eyes right now are on Cameron Johnson, who entered the transfer portal from Houston. Does Missouri have a shot? How important is he? Let's talk about that young man right after these quick words. So according to former Houston offensive lineman Cameron Johnson, he's either going to play with Missouri, whom he just visited, or it's going to be USC, who he's going to visit here in the coming days, apparently. And, well, again, sort of similar to my analysis of Caden Shedrick, 
hey, if a program like USC is after an offensive lineman, I'm going to be happy if he ends up at Missouri too. Call me crazy. But Missouri also with some obvious more in, more inside intel there. Of course, Brandon Jones, his former position coach, now the position coach, the offensive line coach at Missouri. And Johnson was also a first-team All-AAC performer as well. So an important guy for Missouri to potentially get. One thing that's interesting is USC is recruiting Johnson reportedly as just a left guard, whereas Missouri maybe wants Johnson to fill out the center position, which Johnson sounds very willing to do. So perhaps it comes down to, is it Missouri or is it the glitz and the glamour of USC, where, by the way, in Los Angeles, they really no longer make movies, let's be honest. So how glitzy and glamorous is it really? But I got to say, if you're Missouri, this is a really important guy to get. I mean, almost there's nobody who's a must get, but if you're going to actually improve this offensive line in a real tangible way right now, well, this is the best and most obvious way to do it. So again, and Missouri's really struggled at center the past season for sure. Just a big gaping hole could have potentially be filled there. So, hey, Cameron Johnson, come on down, buddy. We'd love to have you. And by the way, just a little inside baseball here to finish the show here, figuratively speaking, because really, of course, I'm going to be talking about football and basketball. And you may have noticed the format of this show has been quite a bit different from a year ago. I'm talking way more basketball, especially at the top of the program during the offseason. Well, there's a good reason for that. Not only is there more interesting news happening in basketball right now, But the numbers don't lie whatsoever. Missouri fans are really, really, really into Dennis Gates and this program right now. And frankly, they're a little bit cold on this football program and Eli Drinkwitz at the moment. Again, my numbers tell me this. That's why this time last season, especially before the coaching search, my goodness. I mean, I was looking for any and all reasons any excuse to talk about football, especially at the top of the program, my goodness. The numbers told me the exact opposite last season. You may notice if you look at my YouTube channel, those particular numbers are out there for the public to see. And well, my last show focused on the Tigers at the top of the program, and it just didn't do as well as those basketball shows do. So hopefully Dennis Gates will keep giving us stuff to talk about and happy times and, well, hopefully more happy times from Eli Drinkwitz in football here coming up in 2023. But thanks, as always, for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen, especially to you everydayers. And you know what, everydayers? Again, check me out Monday. Locked on Canes. Alex, he's coming. We're going to talk Jake Garcia in depth. Hopefully you guys will actually want to listen to some football on Monday. But until then, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.